When is a blueberry not a blueberry? Blog post, CassCooks.com. It's that time of year again, when I sing the praises of your local farmer's market. I mean it, people. If you don't support your local farmers, they won't be there when you get tired of cookie-cutter, underripe, more pretty-looks-than-flavor produce. One of the great things about visiting the farmer's market is that you get to try varieties that you never, ever see in supermarkets. You can find vegetables in unfamiliar colors, purple carrots, anyone, with delectable tastes. Everyone knows about real tomatoes, but seriously, a melon that actually ripened in the sun is ambrosia. There are probably varietals local to you that are totally worth seeking out. Once you do a little culinary exploration, new opportunities will just appear before you. Case in point, my BFF Jen and I happened to be at my local farmer's market this morning as it was wrapping up. We had gone to get bouquets of basil and some interesting squashes. But cooking, like life itself, is a labyrinth, my dearies. Most of the time, you go in for one thing and end up with another. The nose-ringed purveyor of one of the stands offered me a box of the biggest blueberries I have ever seen. Any labeling had long since fallen off. They were huge and a deep, sultry navy blue. When I popped one in my mouth, the flavor was tart and intense. I swear you could taste the sun beaming onto their thick blue skins. The deliciousness was marred by the grit of the seeds between my molars. I've never had blueberries with such obvious seeds. Seeds aside, they were more than worth the trouble because they tasted like summer incarnate. I gave them a quick simmer with a handful of sugar and a strip of lemon rind, a quick blitz in the blender, and a trip through my wire strainer, and I had the most luscious blueberry syrup ever. Should you happen upon any of these unnamed behemoths, I have some suggestions for you. 1. Over pancakes. Booyah! 2. Vanilla ice cream. 3. And most importantly, muddle a mint leaf in a cocktail glass. I believe we both know where this is headed. Ice. Splash in our blue syrup of extreme yumminess and top up with rum. If you are inclined to garnish, and I am, at a lime wheel. Blueberry mojitos for all. You can thank me later. Life should be delicious. Cass. P.S. If you have any idea what variety these plump darlings are, please share. P.P.S. This syrup will stain anything it touches, says someone who ruined a new white button-down blouse because she is a klutz. Wear an apron. To cascooks at yum.net. From Kay Nelson at slicktrench.com. Dear Miss Harper, I think you ended up with huckleberries, not blueberries. They look alike, although hucks are bigger. Huckleberries tend to have an intense flavor and at least 10 big seeds per berry. I'll have to try the mojitos. I'm having guests tonight, and the ladies will love these. I'm a beer man myself. I emailed you instead of posting this to comments because you might want to check your cooking times on the venison fajitas recipe from October 10th. Deer is very lean, and if overcooked, turns into boot leather. Otherwise, the recipe looked great. Love your blog. Killian Nelson
www.trenchoutfitters.com. Cassie padded away from her laptop to stir the celery and onions that were sautéing in butter. She was prepping for a blog series on stuffing, the one benefit of having been dumped by Stefan the carbophobic fuckwit, and thought about the wording of her reply. Dear Mr. Nelson, thanks for the information about huckleberries. All of the recipes on the blog are tested and double-tested. Game is highly variable, so it's always a good idea to check internal temps instead of relying solely on time, which is why, Mr. Nodal, I listed a time and a temperature. Are you sure you aren't related to Steph the carbophobic fuckwit? Can't imagine you get a lot of ladies visiting. Bite me, Cass.